Why are they calling it Age of Ultron instead of um, anything else? Because I read Age of Ultron, like the Marvel miniseries. Because Age of Ultron's a cool name, I guess. It could yeah. be very well be that it, it's similar to that where Ultron just kind of takes over everything. Oh, I heard that... Uh, well, and Joss Whedon said in an interview that... Uh, it's not going to be based at all on the yeah, Ultron storyline, which was really good. Yeah, because it's a recognizable thing. Again, I mean, just it's like a good, it's a good subtitle. Just like X Men: Days of Future Past, which is not the exact same story from Days of Future Past. <clears throat> yeah, they're they're bumping Wolverine back in time rather than Kitty. Yeah, even though Kitty's in it, but, but Kitty, I can understand it is Wolverine. Kitty didn't go movie. back in time. Kitty went forward in time too. So like, no, they they sent her future consciousness back to like the present from like that's what that is that like, is that what happened i thought yeah. i thought that when yeah, she was, like the help of another mutant i can't remember who i thought when she passed out in the danger room she, like her kid consciousness was sent forward into her future uh, no, you're no, right no, no, you're, yeah, was, you're right that was their like last game no, to try I, to stop the future yeah they you're, sent you're absolutely right i remember that so they're doing that with wolverine instead yeah i guess which makes sense because they have yeah they have and because he wouldn't have aged yeah, yeah. Even though he does have like gray hair in the, yeah. which he did in the comic, but it, how 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 slow does Wolverine age? Uh, well, I mean, he was established as being around what, like in the nineteenth century. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, very slow. So, how far in the future is Days of Future Past? Uh, well, I think I think it was thirty years. Past, I don't know how much. It takes place in nineteen ninety two. In the comic. <laughs> well, but just because it, it was they, enough time, that I don't think they ever said a year. I think, yeah, it, I, I think, think it was because it, it, it was, it, but it wasn't that far because it was just Kitty going from a teenager to an adult. Well, Kitty, so I think was, Kitty was like Kitty was like middle age. Yeah, yeah so it was maybe past. twenty years. So in twenty years, Wolverine got gray, Mister Fantastic. Yeah, like, but that very well could have been years. retro, you know, retconned and whatnot um, since then. I guess. Yeah, I mean, because I, I don't think they had established that he was like he aged slow at that okay. point. Because we're talking about a storyline. I just know that on the poster for the new movie, the new X Men movie, he does have the and ring. and I'm glad that he does. Yeah, yeah, for this, it's a good throwback. And then that's fine because he just grayed early. Apparently, um, I just don't understand why they're calling having, it having to live in an internment camp uh, ruled over by Sentinels would probably uh, you know put mm-hmm. a little stress on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just Age of Ultron would would lead people like me to believe that it's going to be about Age of Ultron instead of you know calling it like Ultron Rising or yeah yeah the but Age Ultron of Ultron Rising. sounds cool it's oh cool it does sounding, I yeah. agree yeah. but that'd be like you know Iron Man four Civil War and it's <laughs> not really about the Civil War storyline yeah, just because it or kind like, of sounds cool or like if they did an X Men movie called Age of Apocalypse which yeah is yeah. not Age of Apocalypse yeah. thankfully because. God, 90s comedy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Are we recording? Yeah, we are. Alright. Yeah, I knew, I, I'm on your game. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, haven't noticed... I'm going to always be the guy who's just like, are we wrong? <laughs> if you haven't noticed, this episode will be about uh, Marvel movies. We Specifically, and, we're going to start TV off TV shows. Well, yeah, TV shows too, because... Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, well, what? welcome to Airport Road, the podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, this I'm Ben. That's Walt. This Hi, Aaron. Hi. Um, I guess we'll just kind of jump into it because if you've been, if you're listening, then you know what the hell's going on. Yeah, Agents of Shield uh, premiered this week at the time that we're recording this, which will be like two weeks from now. Two weeks from now, around episode three. So, so yeah, there will there will have been a couple more episodes since then. 
Um, but it, it debuted, and it debuted to uh, awesome uh, ratings. Yeah. Um, and was critic the, uh, acclaim as well. Yeah, the, the, what was it, like the highest rated uh, drama premiere since... The that awful V rehash. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that, that that tanked. Yeah, Richie uh, Richie uh, co-host on the other podcast I do Dispatches from the Weird, mm-hmm. um, friend of ours. He brought up a good point about Agents of Shield. Um, no one's really talking talked about it. Like at least on our Facebook feeds, it hasn't blown up. Not like any episode of Walking Dead blows up like crazy. Right. Well. Because yes, it um, despite the popularity of the Avengers, Agents of Shield still does kind of have an, a little bit of an uphill battle there. It's it's still kind of a niche thing, but um, so maybe it didn't do Walking Dead numbers, but uh, Walking, not much shows do. Walking Dead took a season and a half. To I would figure it. it probably would do far beyond Walking Dead numbers because it's on ABC. It's on a network rather than a cable channel. Yeah. Well, I don't know what Walking Dead's ratings actually look like. Yeah. Um, but I, fantastic for cable, but like, network's a whole different beast. In, in my relatively uh, small social circle, I mean, there there was a lot of chatter about it. <laughs> I, heard, I heard people talking about it. The, the thing I, I heard mostly was people oh. like, "Oh, I thought it was good, but I, I you know, I, I, it wasn't great." And I'm like, mm, well, "Well, why don't we talk about what we all thought about it?" Um, they addressed the Colson issue, yeah, in like the first five minutes by making it a big mystery. Yes. <laughs> But, and Shepard, by Buck, the way, Shepard's book just shows up. I know that was like I'm like, yeah, fuck. I was Buck. so happy to see Ron Glass. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, nice. Um, Since it is a Joss Whedon joint, I imagine we will get a lot more Buffy, Firefly, yeah. Angel people yeah. walking in, which is great. Yeah, but um, and and the fact that he won on it, like, do you think? Do you think the fact that he created the show or is a big part of the show is helping right now, or is Dollhouse kind of like hurting it, or not like hurting the show, but you like? Do you think like it's being boosted by the fact that it's a Joss Whedon show? Well, I think that plus the fact that the Avengers was huge, mm-hmm. and I mean plus you know Cabin uh, in the Woods came out not too long before Avengers, and that uh, really kind of that kind of made, uh, I think made a lot of new it made up for Dollhouse uh, Whedon fans. I still haven't watched Dollhouse. Dollhouse wasn't bad. It's still like uh, of what I watched of it. Uh, it just it didn't really. Grab me like every every other show I've seen of his. How much of it did you watch? The first three, four, five. Yes, yeah, apparently um, you got to watch the whole first season before. Uh, it's it's like I episode don't know. five or six of the first season where they really start to kick into the overall storyline. Uh huh. Um, but I mean, it's not. It, I can absolutely say that it's my least favorite of his shows, but it still has it still has merit. I still enjoyed it. Uh, this show is very Whedon-y. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, lots of oh, arc and banter. Um, and yeah. Jed and uh, Jed and Marissa wrote this, um, and mm-hmm. they're they're kind of serving as the active showrunners. Yeah. While, while Joss is working and on. And who Avengers is Jed too. and Marissa for? Uh, they uh, work. Jed is uh, his Josh's we uh, brother, and Marissa is the uh, one of the group uh, the Captain Hammer groupies. They wrote uh, a lot of uh, yeah, yeah. Doctor Horror, and and Jed and Marissa are married, husband and wife. Yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, I they, think she was the Asian groupie. Yeah, yeah, she's the Asian. Yeah, uh, Marissa Tantra, the one who sang the great song on uh, the musical commentary about uh, how uh, like she can't get a job in Hollywood unless it's as a doctor. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> or yeah, or uh, a scientist. Uh, 
Yeah, they um, they also co-wrote Doctor Horrible with mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Um, so and a lot of Dollhouse. Uh, so they're kind of serving as the showrunners. And I, I I'm I think that that's they it's in good hands with them. And I agree. Of course, Josh will be executive producing, and um, we'll see. I, I think that the pilot set up a good premise. I understand why. You know, they've got this. They've got the team. They established that. We're gonna spoil the shit out of it. Yes, for anybody so listening. You so haven't seen it, and it's been out for. It's a couple been weeks. three weeks. Yeah. Stop listening or go, go watch. Go it. watch the show. It's, it's on, on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. James. <laughs> Uh, I'll just start off with my opinion of the show. I had a lot of geeky moments where I was just like, yeah. And it was it was very entertaining. I liked it a lot. There was a lot of fan but, service thrown in there. Uh, you know, like little nods to the continuity from all the Phase 1 Marvel movies. But I was not that impressed. Hmm. Um, I thought it, I'm going to keep watching because it's a S.H.I.E.L.D. show uh, and a Joss Whedon show. But I wasn't incredibly impressed by the first episode. Uh, but... I well, loved. I, I didn't hate it, and then I, I, you know, I really liked it. And there's a lot of cool shit going on in it that made me geek out. But I just kind of you weren't I blown felt away too about it. Hmm. You weren't blown away, but you still liked it. Yeah. I hear you on that. And we're I hear a lot of people saying that. Um, on the one hand, um, I think there we may run into a case where there are a lot of cooks in this kitchen because on top of you know. It's not. It's not the same as just Joss Whedon having a show, right? Um, the Marvel and uh, Disney and ABC are all all over this. You know, they they've got a lot of eggs. In this the is their big show for yeah. the fall. Um, so I'm sure they're giving a lot of notes about what they want the show to be, and uh, and so it's going to take a while for it to hit that stride. I'm, but I'm curious. I mean, they, they've been pretty good about giving Disney and Marvel... Well, Disney's been good about giving Marvel autonomy and, and running their own you know, movies and things. Thing. I, I imagine that they're probably going... I mean, they're still going to be involved, of course, but I, I have a feeling that they're probably going to give them a similar amount of freedom. As, well, if they do, that's great. Movies, but, but at the same time, like they, they have a movie franchise to protect, like, like we yeah. talked about last week. With uh, with Batman and the new Gotham series, um, yeah. there there are going to be some conflicts there probably, but uh, I don't think I uh, you know that I don't think that'll ruin the show. No, um, the uh, the pilot itself um, was maybe a little disjointed, but it kept me interested throughout. It kept me interested in watching the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot uh, of characters to in, introduce in the pilot, yeah, with, and, which but, is and how it always goes with yeah. pilots. You but but s- most of them say the same completely different, like different characters. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, a lot of them did. Okay, two of the characters that you didn't really find out that much about their character. The main guy, Agent Ward, Ward. Mm-hmm. You, you don't really get much from him other than he's like a <clears throat> badass he, kind of guy. He's the stoic angel character. Yeah, and this is a, yeah. When I saw him, I'm like, this is like something that ten years ago David Boreanaz would be yeah. playing. Uh, and then the other Shield the, agent who's like, I don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah Mulan, uh, uh, Melinda Ming or something. Melinda May. May yeah, May. Melinda Did you May. just call her Mulan? That that's me. She's no, the voice. Wait, she was the voice um, of Mulan. I thought you were just saying she looked like Mulan. No, he's just being horribly that. racist. Yes. Uh, no, that's actually Mulan. Going back to Ward, though, she was on that show, the single guy. Oh wow, that existed with, for a uh, while. Was that Jonathan Silverman? I don't remember. I barely remember. Dude it from existed. Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, yeah. But no, Ward was probably the weakest link for me in the whole show um, because he She's his like, character is kind of straight man. He's the straight man, but he had the wacky moment with the truth serum and a yeah. few other, like, you know, goofy They should have saved Ramsey. that for a little later, I thought. 
Uh, that's true. Build up his character about, like, the whole, like, um, and, dark and brooding, and then have the wacky episode where he's, like, whatever the fuck he said. Gramsci? Yeah, Gramsci? We'll see where that goes. See, um, I, I think that, um... I think that if I have one negative thing to, to say about the pilot, it's just that. It's that it was a little disjointed that they tried to do maybe a little too much yeah. with the characters. Like, uh, don't don't show me twists on a character when you're first introducing them. Um, establish who they are first, and then you can play with them later. I, mean, I don't think it was, like, too egregious, no, but it, it, was it, was little, like, it, it was a little, like, it was a little, huh. It, it was a funny little moment, yeah. and I, I laughed. I laughed all three times I watched it. Yeah. Um, I, I I enjoyed that bit. There were a couple of other bits Fancy? that felt a little flat. <laughs> um, I, I like the the nerd pair of Fitz, Fitz, uh, Fitzsimmons. Fitzsimmons. Yeah. I, I'm they're probably my breakout characters they, of that show. Yeah, I they, mean, they're gonna they're gonna be the standouts. They're, they're the Xander of the show. Yeah, they're well, the Xander be, and Willow. Yeah, 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 they're gonna be the new Xander and Willow or the new uh, Topher. Even though some people hate Topher from Dollhouse, which they're <laughs> they're wrong. Um, I, I I already crushing on that girl. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, she's British, right? I don't know if she's... I think she's British and he's Scottish, Irish? Scottish? Yeah. He, I, well, he might show. be from the North. Yeah. It's hard to tell. I'm not good at accents. On Hulu, the subtitle said Scottish accent. He, okay. he, he does have a Scottish-ish accent, but he might just... It might just... And she, it said, it she said posh. Yeah. And that means British. <laughs> they're, they're from the Isles. If yeah. I know my Spice I, Girls, I, I know that... Posh is British. I do like that they explained the whole bullshit about like the uh, the invisible Bluetooth communication devices. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah just, just which, which is one of those things. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think it was like tied to the DNA thing. I yeah. think it was like an internal thing. But yeah, it was like one of those things that when you watch the Avengers up for the seventh or eighth time, like I have, um, you, you realize, wait a minute, they're just fucking like pretending Tuck, to talk. They're just touching. Yeah. Their ears. <laughs> yeah, it's like what the fuck's going on here? Mm-hmm. Um, Even when the mask, I could understand it being built into the mask, but then he, when he doesn't have the his. Cap doesn't have his mask anymore. He's still talking to his invisible Bluetooth. And, and they, they touch their ear. Yeah. yeah. Which, you do that because if you have an IFB in your ear, I would assume to like kind of put it in more so you can hear better. Kind of like yeah. earbuds in, you shove them into your ear but more, you can That's hear better. easy to write off as habit, though. Yeah, I guess. Or it and could but, also be like trying to make sure you're or, hearing. Or if know. there's an implant. Like if you like hold a phone in a Because I didn't know if like this in, implant they put in their saliva DNA that tied them into... I, I think it was to connected talk. to their... It, was, it wasn't like their saliva created a link. I think it was just like they, he took, she took a DNA sample and like then a, like to like sync it up with to, his communicator so they could make sure that someone didn't remove it. Oh, I thought they put a communication thing like with nanobots I think, in it. I think it's, saliva. that's what it's, no, I think it's, they, it's like just linked to that. They took the little like, uh, uh, fucking SIM card or whatever yeah. from his shield communicator and like linked it to the, like the internal thing. So I, it, it doesn't oh, matter. So he does have something in his ear. I think that's I think they yeah, all he do. just doesn't yeah. have I thought they were being they very That's why, that's why he was talking to Coulson and Coulson's like, uh, with no visible. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so going back to um, what you were talking about about being a little disappointed in the pilot and you know having an Iron Man two feeling about it, I'm, I, I just want to. I, I like Iron Man two. No, sorry. but that's fine. But I, I just wanted to bring this up. How how many shows have you watched that had a fantastic pilot? Yeah, I mean, supernatural. Yeah, I was like, that was a good that was a good opening. Yeah. I, I didn't get into super. I, I didn't. Uh, I wasn't sold on Supernatural until the end of season one. Hmm. Um, in my, 
I, I'm honestly of the opinion. I, I liked the pilot. I thought it was good. I mean, I, 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 I loved issues. it. But it was I fun. mean, look at any other pilot. Like the first, the pilot of Buffy. Exactly. Wasn't yeah, like horrible. it was. Yeah, the first season the first of Buffy season, was kind first, of terrible. There are four episodes. The first half of the second season yeah, were terrible. There, there yeah. are four episodes in the first season of Buffy. They're that not you terrible. Need to watch, and, but, then, and then just yeah. move on. There's a lot of bad shit in those. Um, and, and I mean, the same thing. Firefly, even it, it's a little awkward, and it's an well, origin show well, as well. Firefly is the one that I would I would call the exception to the rule because I feel like their pilot was fantastic. I I don't know. I, I it was a two parter and. It was good. It was really good. I mean, it was a good intro to the thing, but it, it it's kind of it's a little weird because they aired it. Yeah, well, that's true. That would have helped. But it's one of those things that it's just give it a you know give it half a season before I, I'm gonna like make a, a judgment. But I think it's off to a good start. I think it established the world, established why they're separated from Shield, why they're not, mm-hmm. why you won't see Colby Summers every. Nick yeah, Fury yeah, won't so. be showing up, but I hope that they do because that sets it up. So, like you know, the, and the other uh, like agents that have I like that Maria Hill was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I hope she show, uh, and I hope they do like a season finale where Nick Fury shows up, and you know, you get to see Maria Hill every several episodes or so. Do you think we'll get any of the Avengers ever to show up if after Avengers two, when you know they prob- they establish the Avengers as a group probably more? Do you think like there'll ever be like an episode where like this episode starring Captain America? I hope I hope so, but I hope it's not for like a, se- a couple seasons. You know, I-, I hope that like you know that you set that up and have that be like kind of an end of season bend. You know, and and that's with Whedon. You know, it's the season finales that are kind of like that's what everything builds up to. Yeah, and so I'm hoping that that sort of thing gets saved. I before. I'll be surprised if it happens just because of you know. Those guys having like crazy mm-hmm. contract issues and stuff. I can see him um, get Chris Evans before Robert Downey Jr. Right, but they but yeah, they Captain could, Thor will show up. Yeah. But you see the great thing about that though is you can have Iron Man without having Robert Downey. That's true. All right, or at least just show him. Yeah, um, you can have the Hulk technically. But at without. the same time, that that's also a skyrocketing budget right there. Yeah, for for that episode. Yeah, that would be kind of yeah, sad to I, see like TV budget Iron Man suit flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think right now their focus just needs to be on making its own thing, but still establishing that it's part of this larger universe. Yeah, and, and I think they've done that, like, and it, it ties just, in just with uh, the mentions of um, the various other. Uh, like even when they were talking about, I geeked out when they were talking about Extremis and yeah. you know the gamma radiation and and Doctor Erskine's formula. Yeah, I didn't uh, think that they were going to mention it, like. They, 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 spoilers, they talk about extremists. Yeah, if you've seen Iron Man 3, then you understand what's going Which on. Which I didn't think it was going to tie into a movie. And I, that, Which I, I guess this is before Iron Man 3. No, this is post. Because they're aware of extremists. I thought point. the whole extremist thing was wrapped up in Iron Man 3. Well, AIM was shut down, but this is like, apparently, that's the whole thing. They set up my employer, you know, the, the doctor uh, girl who gets, you know, you swerve and find out that yeah. she's a bad guy. But, uh, yeah, she has an employer who's collecting all this stuff, and they've been collecting alien metal. They've been collecting, like, all this various stuff trying to create their own superheroes. MODOK. Oh, yeah. They can have MODOK show up somehow. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, uh, I mean, what's his name? Uh, what was uh, Guy Pierce's character's oh, um, name in Iron Man 3? He was Guy Pierce. Was it, what, who did I say? He was he was he was Professor Guy Pierce. Professor Guy okay. Pierce was it Killian or something? like Yes, that? Aldrich Killian. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, I mean, even though he was taken down, that doesn't mean that there aren't branches of AIM or that some and of that AIM tech always, got leaked out to AIM other will people. Always be around. Yeah, yeah. like, like there, there's uh, 
uh, in the Marvel universe, there's always like a black market of yeah. um, of like Stark stuff and um, mm-hmm. and other superhero stuff. I mean, that's what whole and that's um, the whole Agents of Shield. That's what the team was formed, yeah, particularly and, is and to hunt down and stop this. Stuff. What was that awesome? Uh, what was that? Uh, Secret War that the the not I like the, Secret War not the not, not Secret Wars yeah not Secret Wars but the the little mini series oh where uh, Nick like recruits all the uh, yeah the but, soups for a mission to Latveria yeah because yeah. Uh, because uh, uh, they're outfitting um, what they were outfitting everybody with Iron Man stuff right yeah pretty much yeah uh, yeah like and Doc Ock arms and that kind of shit yeah yeah um, mm. so it reminded me of that. Um, it reminded me of... And that sets up a good premise for the team existing and also a, a villain, you know, and they, they tease these mysteries. They tease the mystery of, like, what exactly happened to Agent Coulson mm-hmm. because, uh, you know... So let's talk about that now. Yeah. Because the, the official uh, reason is uh, he didn't specifically die. He didn't die. Yeah. He, they, they were able to rescue him and then Fury was like... Fury told the rest of the Avengers he died to bring them together. Yeah. Which, 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 does, is, which is what Fury would have done. Yeah, and it, and it does fit with, you know, what Fury did in the movie. And, you know, they... Like, it seemed like a very intentional cut that nobody else ever got to see his body or anything mm-hmm. like that. And you just hear Fury say that Coulson's dead. Um, it, well, they I think they said he's down or whatever. Yeah. yeah, over the yeah. cons. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. like they, they, they show up, yeah, and, and then, you know, you see the emergency team show up and try to resuscitate him, but they never show the end result of yeah. that. So, yes, um, the, it, the story is the, that. The story is, is that he was... Went to Tahiti. Uh, it's yeah, a magical it, place. It, it, exactly. <laughs> that, And that's one of the things that I was kind of thinking, was like, because mm. it, it, it felt like a trigger, right? Whenever somebody says Tahiti, he yeah. immediately says it's a magical place. Which could be just a Whedon-ism, yeah. or it could be so, so an old. arc word, yeah. you know? Um, so basically, yeah, they... they um, Colson's story is that, you know, I was technically dead for eight seconds or whatever. They and, brought me and, back and then, and then, they, I went and then on they brought re- me recruit. back and then sent me to Tahiti. But then, you know, it's established Tahiti by... to, I guess, recover and be on vacation for right. a while. Right. Yeah. And, and also to lay low because he's supposed to be dead. Yeah. Yes. And then um, and then it's established <clears throat> by Ron Glass and Kobe Smulders. That there's more Dr. to it Book. than that. Who, so, who is going to be officially Dr. Book until yeah, they give his character yeah, a name? Yep, he, he is Dr. Book now. Yeah. So uh, I'm wondering... So Dr. Book and Maria Hill um, kind of imply that the Tahiti thing was a lie, so... He can never know. So is he an, an LMD? I think he's an LMD. Like or the big model? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I still think That'll that's a just later a fan season thing. Season. I, I, I think that's something the fans just... Hey, if they're working in characters... Well, you know, I mean, and that could be, it could be that there's something kind of weird. He could be a clone. It could be, you know. Yeah. Or, or maybe it was just a, like, post-hypnotic suggestion thing. This really is Coulson, and they just stuck memories of Tahiti so that he didn't have to uh, mm-hmm. remember being in a coma or something, you know. To, but at so the same time, I, 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 if that was the, the answer. Yeah, more super answer. Yeah, like, that. people are going to be like, oh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, that, that'd yeah. be a huge But list. at the same time, you know, the, this is... Because this is Whedon, you know what I think, and it is? because of what he did to us with Giles in season seven of Buffy, Coulson is a Cylon. Well, uh, that that theory has already been floated. <laughs> now, when he says Tahiti's magical, it's a magical place. Yeah, it's a magical place. Could there be some? I was saying, outside of science force that is in Tahiti that they use to bring. And so he's just being a dick, kind of when he's like, he's like Tahiti's magical. 
I was about to say that there was a magical like Doctor Strange or something. And I, like, I'm I'm sure that yeah, Doctor Strange was what came to my mind. I'm like, hmm. But it, again, it could be just Joss. I'm sure he's like looking at everyone on Twitter or whatever on Facebook, like you know, po- looking at their theories and just like wringing his hands maniacally and laughing to himself. So we'll we'll that's find what, out. That's what I always like to imagine Joss yeah. doing. Yeah. I'm I'm banking on uh, life model decoy. In the comics, life model. But for anyone listening, a life model decoy is something they mm-hmm. use in almost every issue of everything. They referenced it in, I think, Avengers. I think, and, yeah. And Nick Fury had. Well, yeah, they referenced it as a joke in yeah. Avengers. And uh, Nick Fury in the comics has like twelve of them running around at any given. Yeah, time. at any given time, it's probably a life model decoy of Nick Fury. I don't think anybody's actually <laughs> seen the real Nick Fury in many, many years. Yeah, at a certain point, he became black. Uh, you know. <laughs> That's some continuity. Um, but yeah. now he is black in regular continuity. Isn't it his like son or his something? His son like named Nick Fury yeah. has a missing eye on the same side. Like, well, yeah. Whatever, Marvel. That's weird. Um, so, but here's the thing: like, because life model decoy is what everyone is saying. I mean, just knowing Joss Whedon, it's got to be it's something. It's got to be something else, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I picked up on the "it's a magical place" thing because uh, anytime somebody brings up Tahiti, he just immediately says that line. So either that's the script fucking with us, yeah, just to give us ammunition to like reading too much into it. Yeah, yeah. just like Giles never touching anything for the first half of season seven of Buffy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember that. Yeah, uh, so the theories on that one. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it's going to be. It, it's, I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm happy there's a new Joss Whedon. You know, even I if it's executive am, produced. I am too. And you know the the dialogue made made me happy. Yeah, it had that Joss Whedon rhythm to it. Yep, it um, really did. And I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, to what they do next. The question I have is is this a is this the first time a show has been on TV that's based on a movie that is going to be running while they're going to continue making more movies? Hmm. So. Is we can Colson because this isn't just like this is like a direct spinoff. This is shared characters. Not yeah, it's, just like, can Colson you know. show up in the next Avengers movie or anybody's movie? And after say season two or three or whatever, um, I don't know how long it'll be. But when are you going to have to watch Avengers two to keep up with the See, show? At some point, the Avengers guy he's got to come back into the movies. You know, at some point, or does he? Because it. if he's him, if he's not him. Then, then he doesn't because you know. But he is the. I mean, he is the, like the the linchpin of the entire show. So I can't imagine the, him like getting written out anytime early. And let's be fair. But do they? Yeah. Clark Gregg doesn't have a huge amount of other stuff. No. Happening, but so. does AB or does do the movie company? Does the producers want to alienate certain fans who don't watch the show? I think the movies are going to continue to be their own thing, and the show is just sort of like, um, kind of like what they've done between every movie with the webisodes. Um, it, the show is going to kind of act as as that filler yeah. material between movies. Yeah. Um, but yes, you will probably there will probably be a lot of references in the movies to or or in the show to stuff that happens in the next few movies. But then we probably we but, might not see. But it doesn't really matter. In the like next movies. Like if you are watching if you are watching Shield, uh, having not seen Avengers, you still get it. Yeah, yeah, it it works on its own, and and like the references to Agent Romanov and whatnot are are all, you know, mm-hmm. you know those they're, are they're bonuses. not necessary for yeah. you to get the show, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it feels and, to and me she like said journey into mystery. Mm-hmm. It feels to me like uh, they had to kill Coulson in the movie for that big plot yeah. point because everyone loves Agent Coulson, yeah. which yeah. wasn't so, even Joss's original idea. That was someone else came up with the idea, and, and he's, he's like, like, "Come That's on, brilliant." 
and I'm going to get blamed for it. <laughs> yeah. But it seems like the show almost seems like to me like he they killed him and everyone loves his character. So this is kind of like we'll put him on this show so his character the fans are happy. They still mm-hmm. get to see Coulson even though he won't be showing up in the movies anymore because he's well, officially we don't know. dead. Oh yeah, but I'm saying things can change before 2015. That's just how I feel. I, that's how they'll, I took it when I first yeah. heard about it. They'll they'll be into their second season by that point. Who knows how long it'll be before they reveal that? I would hope that Josh would it uh, would at least wrap it up by the end of the season, just so he doesn't leave fuckers hanging <laughs> like with Firefly. Yeah, about some of the stuff. Um, if we have to have like a season two comic I, book version I, of Agents of Shield, I'm going to be pissed. I would imagine that whatever whatever question there is about about Colson's um, brush with death. Um, I, I would imagine that those will probably get answered this season. Yeah, and they're going to be at the it. end of the season. Yeah, probably, yeah. or at the very least, I'd say. And, and it'll two. and it'll be it, it, you know whether it's life model decoy or whatever. It's obviously Colson. You know mm-hmm. his you know his humanity, his, his uh, memories, his persona have, have, are are here in yeah. whatever this guy is. What a yeah. dick move it would be. For so, them. so there will there will be the typical Joss Whedon like crisis of identity, um, and you know, am I really? He strikes me the kind I of really guy who'd roll with it. Would he possibly Coulson? Who if knows? he's like, I'm a life model decoy, and then that episode, he just he'd just make jokes about the, it. He, uh, he would he would just depressingly make jokes about it, and then kind of move on, and then five episodes later have a breakdown, and then be okay with it. The other thing supporting the life model decoy thing is, did you see him dodge that van door? Yeah, he did the little, like, kind of matrix bend back thing. But then again, if you if you watch a, a funny thing happen on the way to Thor's hammer, I mean, he's yeah. clearly oh, a badass. That, that's true. Yeah. He, is, he is a badass. So it doesn't necessarily mean... I mean, he very well could be flesh and blood and whatnot. Or he could have always I, been I won't believe that until I see Or there could movie. be a, a giant tank in the helicarrier, or a giant room just filled with, like, tanks of Coulson clones in the helicarrier. What if he was always an LMD? What Maybe. if he was never actually a person? Yeah, could be. That that dun, dun, is feasible. Um, the, here, here's another thing that um, Rob and I um, uh, stumbled onto this while we were watching it, and it, I I hadn't really paid that much attention to it before. But for a clandestine organization, they put their emblem on fucking everything. But they're not really clandestine. <laughs> they're, they're basically they're publicly like a branch of Homeland and, Security. And that that was my justification yeah. for it when Rob and I were discussing it because you know maybe originally they were more yeah. of a shadowy NSA type because organization. they clearly. I mean, by the way, have... NSA, uh, you do get a discount at my web store on Etsy. Anyway, pressure cookers. Uh, yeah, no pressure cookers and no. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna. Where's the helicopter? Now, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna destroy. Uh, the world, then I'm going to inject people with extremists and piss them off. So, um, here's... Uh, oh, yeah. But so, my justification was that, yeah, maybe they were a secretive organization before Avengers happened. Uh, and that, that's part of the whole plot of the, yeah, the series. That, is like, they can't... And now they're, out. Yeah, ne- now they're in the public eye, and um, Edward Snowden, uh, in the form of a hot chick, is exposing them. And, and <laughs> so they kind of have to just I like her. There. She was a, she's a fun Whedon character. Yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. was kind of great. And, and she also... No, <clears throat> the hacker girl? Yeah, and yeah. she also kind of reminded me of Dushku. I, I like the uh, the line where he's like, "Oh, she's a groupie. She's uh, as bad as one of those people, oh, like the cosplay girls." I would never. One time, yeah, oh, one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's there's a lot of uh, a talent in that show. I gotta say, and by talent I mean hotties. Uh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. 
The... Oh, uh, the ending of the episode made me so incredibly happy. Olsen doesn't need roads. Because <laughs> that was the one thing that when I saw the promos in the trailer, when they showed him in his red car and he's like, don't touch Lola. Yeah. I'm like, it would be so cool if that f- car could fly. Because in the comic, everybody who's in S.H.I.E.L.D. has a flying car. But they're probably not going to do that because that'd be silly. But it, it, <laughs> it goes back to Cap, uh, to the Cap movie too. Yeah, Stark Tech, you know. So fuck. Oh, up. I forgot about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's just like I was, I was thinking that's going to be silly. Like people want to take this movie, semi, this show, semi seriously. They probably won't have the flying car. And then they did the flying car, and I was so incredibly happy that it's just like one of the stupidest things from the comic book that I love is now in the TV show. Your kids, Marty. <laughs> you do something about your kids. It was the first time I read when I got into Marvel, and Nick Fury shows up in a flying car. I'm like, huh? And then I quickly accepted it because that's what you do when you read a comic book. Speaking of references, another uh, line that I really loved from the episode was, "With great power comes a lot of crazy stuff that you yeah. don't want to deal with." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought that was great. Which, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, I'm, we'll never have a. We, are, are we ever going to have a Spider-Man crossover? Uh, is that still on the table. Probably not. The, uh, that was on the table. At one Sony point. Pictures still has the rights to Spider-Man. They will continue having the rights as long as they make movies within a certain time period. Now, Daredevil actually reverted from. Uh, he's back with Marvel. Marvel. Back to Marvel, but they aren't really planning on doing anything with him yet. And I can kind of understand because he's Daredevil. He's Daredevil. He's more of a solo hero, and yeah. He'd be a good person to throw into the show, yeah. but then you'd be blowing your load on Daredevil in a show, so... Right. Well, he's really not be... really a dude who didn't team up with S.H.I.E.L.D. very much. It, exactly. But they could throw him into the TV series and maybe use him as kind of a launching point for a new... Or or even just Matt Murdock as a lawyer. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, Matt Murdock, the yeah. blonde and very well, And you could have situations where you get Mark Ruffalo showing, like, cameoing, you mm-hmm. know, uh, as, like, as in the uh, capacity as Bruce Banner, you know. Uh, doing some helping out the uh, the Brits with some research, right? And uh, what I uh, what I think they have a big opportunity to do with the show. I mean, granted, probably for at least the first season, they're just going to stick with you know super being of the week, mm-hmm. um, you know, new characters created just for the show or whatever. Yeah. Well, Kryptonite but, freaks. But yeah. I think they I think they have an opportunity to bring in some of the. The B or Le- B or C list characters mm-hmm. from uh, from the Marvel books that haven't really shown up in a TV show or movie yet. Yeah, um, people who would never be in the movies. Yeah, like Cloak and Dagger helping out orphans or something. That's C list. That's so C list. I loved Cloak and Dagger though, man. That's why I opened. The door. You know, what I would love is like if they Dazzler. did. Uh, think about like a uh, like the New Warriors forming up a bunch of like teenagers. Oh, that would be such a good story. In, but, yeah, and, and having them having to deal with these like out of control like Oh shit. You know like or runaways. Yeah. And runaways is still kind of like that's something that they talked about doing as a movie I would the love projects that. on hold currently. That'd be great to spin off into its own show. Yeah. I I, yeah. I would love that. Um Runaways is such an awesome series, but mm. it, uh, it, and Whedon it, wrote like a, a one of the series for it. it too. Exactly, yeah. yeah. He he had a he had a good run on that yeah. too. Okay, uh, wait. In Runaways, who are the, the all the characters were the, the, the children, children of supervillains? Super were any of them named supervillains? I forgot. They, they were they, they were, were new like supervillains. They yeah. um, none of them was like the kid of Ultron. Yeah. No, yeah. but they did. Um, yeah, that no, that was in the next Avengers 
thing that, that they Young all, Avengers. Uh, Young Avengers. That yeah, which was Iron a good Black. series, actually. It was. Really uh, Iron, yeah. Uh, um, they had... Uh, I was thinking of the animated Hulkling. movie, which was the next Avengers thing that yeah. took oh, place that in the was, future. Yeah. yeah. yeah if we're gonna If we're going to go, not necessarily cosmic or magical, well, maybe some magical, but um, villains that you would have show up in, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. could feasibly take down. Because Ooh. if Kang the Conqueror shows yeah. up, I'm not sure if the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents are really going to be able to do much. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Baron Zemo. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be good. I could see him more showing that for up for a cat as... movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's definitely more of a cat villain. <clears throat> I mean, again, they've kind of established already the, this organization, the Centipede organization, as kind of their, yeah. their villains for... Now, that since uh, Sony has the rights mm-hmm. to Spider-Man, do they yeah. have the right to all their villains? Uh, it depends for most of. But the, then, what the about villains. okay? What Daredevil is a kingpin? Is a Daredevil is or kingpin is a Spidey villain or king or kingpin is a Daredevil? It depends on what deal they sign, but uh, kingpin would go with the Daredevil thing. Uh, one of the things that uh, Marvel was actually willing to do is they'd say they'd extend the uh, the rights for Daredevil to uh, was it Fox or Sony? Fox. Fox. If Fox would give uh, uh, would allow them to share the rights to. Uh, Silver Fan- Surfer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and but they, like Fox basically said no. So I guess they're they're still they're still doing that reboot of Fantastic Four, and there's still uh, there's still rumors that the Fantastic Four is going to cross over with X Men, possibly, which would be cool because yeah. I do like the X Men movies and yeah. I like the Fantastic Four a lot. I, I I didn't honestly when I first saw not the movies class, that oh. much, but I love the Fantastic Four is my favorite title. Yeah, yeah. So I'm. Do you hear oh, like the the re- recasting of Johnny Storm? No. The rumors that Johnny Storm in the new movie is going to be a black kid. Really? Yeah, I heard about that. It so is Sue going to be black too? No, no she, it's adopted. Oh, okay. Which I, it just it comes, doesn't bother me. It just to me it just seems like they're they're just changing it for the sake of having a politically correct thing. <laughs> to me, it's just like I am okay with them. And this is a hard topic to talk about, I guess, but. Yeah. I, I'd honestly, I'd say I'd rather them do it with Johnny Storm than do it with Ben Grimm. Because then you're basically just saying, oh, it's a black dude, but we're covering him up with CG. And that becomes a lot more kind of like hinky about them changing the gender of the character but that's going to be a rock dude anyway. Should, I don't, you know, it's like if, John, if, if Johnny Storm Sorry, was, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, race. <laughs> if Johnny Storm was, you know, like that, it was a black person in, in the mm-hmm. original comics, you know, that's all, that's great, you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's like just changing. Changing something, changing a, a, a piece of the movie just to appease. But well, is it to do that, or is it just because there's a good actor? See, I mean, I don't think they should limit themselves. And I mean, I Johnny a, Storm, anybody could be. But play you're, Johnny yeah. Storm. You're, you're making the assumption that that's Th- the that's reason why they're, they're making the change, but mm-hmm. not necessarily. Yeah, I mean, what if they just found the guy that they feel like is really right for the part and decided to? Go with him. Let's be not, honest; that that's not actually what's prob- happening. Probably not. What, what I'm like, saying is yeah. what is happening. Well, we don't know no. necessarily. Yeah, uh, not necessarily. I mean, the the guy that they picked because it's Michael B. Jordan, right? I don't um, know. It's it's the it's the uh, black kid from Chronicle, and he's awesome. I haven't seen Chronicle yet. I, need um, to. I have it on Blu-ray actually, and I haven't watched it. Um, uh, good good movie. Yeah, I really I liked I've it. heard it's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's great, and I could totally see him doing a really good Johnny Storm. This whole uh, shitstorm came up as well when they were casting for Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, Donald Glover. And, and Donald Glover like, kind of campaigned a little yeah. bit for it because it, he wanted to do it. And I, I would have loved to have seen him as I would have loved that, but then you have the problem of having... 
if you if you uh, you know changed uh, Spider Man to a black character, then you have a black uh, parental character named Uncle Ben. Uh, uh, and that's the one thing that I would love to see that. I would love Donald Glover playing the part. Mm-hmm. But then you've got the you know a black Uncle Ben, it, and then you've, it, it's weird. It could be worse. It could be Uncle Tom. Oh, yeah, that's I, I don't under like. They changed uh, Electro. Max Dillon was always was a white guy in the comic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and through other adaptations, like in the yeah. MTV Spider-Man TV show, the CG one, he was a black dude in that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Kingpin was white in the comic. And they changed. And, and they I was changed. completely fine with Michael Clark Duncan playing the Kingpin because he did a really good job. Yeah. It's just like I don't know. I mean, I don't have as much problem with Jamie Foxx playing Electro. Mainly, because, I don't. I don't know why. Like it just. So, I have a tattoo on my leg of the Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. and and. It's I don't I don't know I don't know what my but problem it's not is. going to because I love yeah. Nick Fury as yeah. Sam Jackson as Nick Fury and I, yeah though I would like to see like, that's the another old example. super spy old super spy you know oh, classic Nick Fury yeah. as well but you but, can rent the David Hasselhoff movie yeah. <laughs> so I, I think I think the real issue here isn't really that um, you know that the producers are. are Possibly changing something to be politically correct. Even, I think that's exactly e- what they're e- doing. Even because ninety percent, whether they are or they're not, the reason, the real reason you care isn't because they might be doing that. It's it's because it's this time it's with a character that you're passionate about. Passionate. They're about. fucking with my yes. But yeah. does it really change the character at all? No, not no. I guess it doesn't. No. At all. And again, it's all rumors at this point. We don't. know. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I mean, pretty sure the movie's not going to happen. Oh, it'll happen. They they have to do something, otherwise the license is going to revert back to Marvel, and they don't want to give that up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they, they didn't care enough. Which I don't see why they why they want to keep it because uh, after those two movies, which I guess didn't end up making money, it's just like you guys see what you did with two Fantastic Four movies and half of the X Men movies. Yeah, but what they, are you going to do? How are you going to do it the right way? Why not give it back? Or I don't. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, but then again, I mean, you, you I mean, look what happened with the first Hulk movie with Eric Bana. I mean, that was, like, interesting, but not great, or mm-hmm. even really good. But then they rebooted it uh, just a few years later, and they found the right formula. They found one that worked. with the, Well, they, were, they decided to work with Marvel doing that. Though. Yeah, well, I mean, Marvel was working with them before. It's just that Marvel, that was under Marvel Studios, where Marvel had more creative control. The, the argument about the Fantastic Four thing, though, that I, I think I read was, it's like, and I will completely agree with the statement that there are, I can't think of any... A-list black superheroes. Right. And it's like, every movie that we watch, every movie about superheroes we watch, it's always... I'd say the closest thing, probably Falcon or War Machine. Yeah, um, maybe Black Panther, but he's, a very, he's still very obscure. He's an awesome character, and I, I really Luke hope Cage. they do something with that. Luke Cage? Yeah, but... but on these the, are all B-characters, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, All of these people are side, like almost sidekicks or B-characters, because War Machine is it's only true. important to people who really are into Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. You're not. You know, that's why they made a War Machine movie. So it's like I understand like the need to get because Blade is the only superhero comic superhero yeah. character that I can think. But of. I, mean, I would argue that Blade is definitely a B character. Yeah, yeah. Was, even today. Yeah, I mean the the movies were uh, fun. Nobody cared about Blade before those movies came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just like they they need they need to get some stronger you know African American superheroes, and this would be a good way to do it because then you won't have a movie about. Another movie about four superhero white guys going to fight a bunch of stuff. That's my theory. That's my theory on why it's why they're doing this. And and that and if that's the case, then that's not a bad thing. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, they're they're you know putting a new role, role model out there, and just in general, like if you think about it, um, you know, so many kids watch these movies, and you know, what kind of impression is that giving towards kids, whether it's subliminally or not? That you know, you don't want kids to think that oh well, you know, only white people can be superheroes, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, it's. I, I think that honestly, I mean, well, you've got Falcon and Cap, and they there there's the possibility that if that character mm-hmm. takes off, I mean, there's a possibility of Iron Man, and there's also a possibility of War Machine <clears throat> solo as well. Yeah, would it's you just, care if they made Ant Man a black guy? No. So well, okay, wait, Scott, wait, are we talking about Scott Lang or Hank Pym it, it or Eric? It, uh, no one cares about the third one. Um, but yeah, I like Eric. Uh, Scott Lang or Hank, or Hank Pym. If, if either of them showed up in a movie and they and they were black, would that bother you? No. Then why why does this bother me? Yeah, just just because you, you love Johnny Storm. I, lo- I and, love and I you, love the Fantastic Four the way the way they are. That's why you know I collect the issue. I got the tattoos of them. But it's it's, just, this doesn't change anything. It's it's just it's just a skin color. Yeah, you're right. It would only change something if Michael Bay did it, and he decided to try to make it all racist. Well, yeah, because Michael Bay's a with racist a bunch of fuck. racial jokes with Johnny Storms, like insert racist joke here. Great, and Google it, Google it. Looks at, joking, <laughs> looks at him judgingly. That is whack. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Galactus. Shit. <laughs> yes, that would be a problem. Well, yes, but that that would be a problem. That's counterproductive to the that, whole like, argument, though, anyway. Because that's that's a problem with the writing and with the, the character itself, yeah. not with. You know what the character looks like. Yeah, I guess. You know, I, I see what you're saying, and but I that I I, I at I'm the same time I, that's it, why it they're is, doing it. It is a little weird because you do have the establishment that Johnny and, and Sue are brother and sister, and I mean, you, again, you could it's go still it's gonna adopted. Be that that's going to be fine. You know, um, and did it, it bother you that, that Jessica Alba was Jessica Alba? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that was a that was yeah. I mean, because she's not white. Yeah. And they and but it, yeah, it's a really touchy s- subject we're talking about right now. I would imagine. Yeah, and I, yeah, not what we're trying to offend. It's just one of those things that I, I think that we're at a point where society, for the most part, would be like, hmm, you know, cool, and and be okay with. It. Now, there's going to be like the stormfront crazy motherfucker, racist motherfuckers who are going like, to be like, like the. Did you see that? Uh, uh, back right after Thor came out, there was this. Uh, oh, the, the with Air, with uh, yeah, this horrible, name? crazy. Like, I mean, Idris Elba or whatever. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, with Idris Elba playing Heimdall. Mm-hmm. Wait, was it Heimdall? Yeah, no. yeah, it was Heimdall. I think. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, gatekeeper. Yeah, yeah, Heimdall. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was this like stupid white supremacist ish mm-hmm. group that, that who are, were who are complaining because there aren't black movie. Nordics well it's like yeah but they, like one of the other ones is like Asian and that's how he's been in the characters yeah and Heimdall's been kind of they've changed his appearance you know, I mean they're Asgardians it doesn't they're, they're fucking yeah you're yeah. an Asgardian mm-hmm. ooh um, no, uh, yeah and that was one of those things I'm like dude he fucking nailed it yeah oh, I was so great he had yeah, the best line in the movie nailed it um, I'm I'm disappointed that he didn't. Uh, he apparently had the uh, the role of the doctor offered to him, but he turned it down. Well, so so did uh, Chewie tell Idrifor supposedly. Um, not familiar. Um, Children of Men, the operative from Serenity. Oh yeah, yeah. His yeah. name's Chewie. Chewie Oh, I thought you said Chewie tell. Chewie tell Oh, okay. 
I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that remotely yeah. if correct. If me and him were friends, I would refer to him as Chewie. I'm still happy with the, uh, the <laughs> dude would. that they, yeah. they... I think the guy that they cast was the Doctor. I, that's, I'm fine with that. Not getting into that. I we have can do even, a Doctor uh, Who podcast. Another time. I, I, yeah, I have. I still haven't jumped on the Doctor Who train yet. I've, 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 I'm in. I've watched a bit. I, mm-hmm. I got through all of the Eccleston stuff. I, mm-hmm. I and watched some of the David. Tenet is really where I think it's. It's where you're going to get hooked. Yeah, and 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 I, I like Matt Smith. I I've, Matt I've Smith enjoyed it. I just yeah. you know I I just have other things I'm watching. That's cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the anniversary special. Tenet's mm-hmm. back, bitches. Um, but yes, very speculation at the moment, and the podcast yeah. has taken a turn. <laughs> so let's get talk, back to the Avengers. Something about race relations in America, yeah. and, and I, I would be fine if, if companies want to do that because they have the best actor, you know, for the role. I'm cool. It doesn't matter like, what skin color. Yeah. It is. In in the end, like, uh, let me watch the movie, and mm-hmm. did did that person do a good job with the character? And that's all that matters yeah. to me. I don't I don't care what he looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, I'd be down with the black. I, I would be totally down with Donald Glover as Spider Man, even with the the Uncle Ben. <laughs> I, I had a friend who um, who bitched uh, when we went and saw Daredevil. Uh, who bitched about the fact that um, Kingpin was black? I, I no, had a friend no, who did that too. Bit, bitched about the fact that Ben Affleck's hair wasn't uh, red. red. Wasn't it kind of? Did they? It kind of yeah, yeah. It kind of. They kind of made it he auburn. Wasn't. They kind of frosted it with <clears> red. But but he was mad that uh, that. Uh, ben Affleck wasn't playing a ginger. Oh my god! Um, you you will remember this guy because he had this conversation with us because he bitched about it right after we saw this movie. But um, okay, I'm trying to think. Uh, do do you remember Robert? The... Redheaded Robert. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's because that was one character he could identify because he was right. <laughs> um, yeah, ginger so, but, bias. But but like yeah. Uh, hated the movie because of that. So whenever that's the reason he hated the movie. Uh, hated not the jungle, but between the playground scene. Um, <laughs> be- between that and um, he he went on this whole. I remember him going on this whole kick about the um, the Daredevil vision. Uh-huh. Um, he's like the human brain doesn't have the capability of of, of does isn't able to mathematically construct images like that. Right? <laughs> really, and I'm like that's why it's a superpower. Uh, this is the dude who, when we were playing D and D, had me roll a fucking stamina check to see if I could stay up an hour past my bedtime. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, guy. This dude had issues. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, he, he he's he he kind of kind of borderline Aspergian. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um, I, I haven't talked to him in years. Was but, he complaining about how Kingpin wasn't wasn't white? Uh, I, I don't recall him complaining about that. Kingpin um, was, honestly, my I, I think it was just because, well, he's the only guy I can think of who is that big. I thought they <laughs> nailed the radar sense in the Daredevil movie. I, 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 I thought they. I thought it, it, it was. Great. I thought it was a great visual. Yeah. And, the, and my it, only it problem with the radar the, uh, sense was it sold the power immediately. But anytime I hear anybody complaining about the appearance of an actor who is going to be playing some role, that is exactly what I think of. Uh-huh. I think of him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I've interacted with plenty of people like that on the internet, and it's just like I'm not even bothering getting into an argument with you because you're kind of fucking insane. Yeah, Tony <laughs> Stark didn't have a whole goatee thing going on until for the longest time. Yeah. He just had a mustache, just yeah. a pedophile mustache. Yeah. Pedof- yeah, and nobody wants just a mustache. No, that's never a good idea. Unless you're a hipster, <laughs> and or if again, you're from another country, that you're again, allowed to have a mustache. 
And even then, it looks kind of skeezy. It's never a good idea to be a hipster or from another country. Yeah. <laughs> Down with foreign hipsters, especially. Yeah. No. I'm all for race relations, but fuck foreigners. <laughs> so, so, in the show, they have access to anything Marvel controls. So, we can't have anything with Doom, Latveria, anything with the X-Men. And X-Men or X-Men villains. Yeah. Fantastic Four, Spider-Man. Fantastic Man. Four, Spider-Man. Um, I don't think there's really anything else in, in the works. Now, they yeah. do have they have, do have uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Uh, but they're different actors. Ghost Rider's in... still with Sony, I think. Right? Uh, yeah, I guess. Are they still but, even... Yeah, do we even... Do yeah. Oh, wait, even so matter? Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are going to be in... Avengers 2. And X-Men. Yeah. Huh. Yep. As two different actors. That's going to confuse people. Yeah, mutants will not be mentioned in Avengers 2. Yeah. Uh, like, any references to Magneto or to mutants, they'll just be gifted. Did, did you see the uh, Did you see the speculation that the reason they want to include um, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch is because they uh, are trying to plant the seeds for Inhumans? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. That could be cool. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know how well. Um, what What's his name? Uh, the The one who. If he talks, Black Bolt, Black Bolt, Black Bolt. That's yeah. that's why I thought, but then I got him confused with the DC character. That could be interesting, Black but at the Lightning. same time, I don't see that being too far off from, say, like uh, the idea of what they did with Thor, which I thought worked really well. Make them aliens, yeah, you know, and and just have tech so advanced that it looks appears to us as magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they can tie that in with some sort of Guardians of the Galaxy thing. Yeah. Because it is a cosmic kind and, of spacey thing. Yeah, Phase 2 is definitely branching out into the cosmic thing. And they, they haven't announced uh, um, Doctor Strange, but they've hinted that that's a character they're considering yeah. for Phase 3. I just, I, I just wish all the companies would be I, like, I think Kevin, uh, Kevin uh, Feige, Feige yeah, whatever, I, know what um, I, I think he has actually said that Doctor Doom is, is a plan. Strange. 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 That's what I said. You said Doom. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, Doctor Strange is a part of Phase Three. I, I, I think. Just, I think he said that. I just don't understand why Fox and Sony won't license out because they still get to make the movie. And it's well, like no, the thing is more. that they have a license to do it. It's similar to Universal Studios Island of Adventure. Now that Disney owns Marvel, they've still got a deal in place where as long as uh, Universal Studios Island of Adventure keeps up uh, the Marvel theme park yeah. part of it. They have the rights to do that now. If they decide that they want to, like you know, drop the agreement, they're still paying Marvel, you know, licensing fee. But because they've invested that amount of money, they were smart enough to make the deal that okay, we're going to keep these, you know, as long as we keep doing shit with it. If we keep this park up, are we've they got tying the it? Are they? Well, does that does that park uh, do stuff with? The Avengers movies and stuff like that. No, no, they it's, can't it's all, do it's stuff. All comic book based. And you'll see in Disney they'll have they'll have like merchandise and stuff you can get. They just can't do attractions. I don't think they can have characters. Yeah. Uh, so and and in the end, you have to remember that like these companies, uh, these giant corporations, Fox and Sony and whatnot, they are not concerned with. The fans, uh, yeah, they're not concerned with making the best movie. They're concerned with making the most money. Now, and but there were, I mean, they have been talking about doing this before. Uh, they were talking about doing a X Men and Spider Man crossover back in the uh, you know, during the and I heard that original series of the Avengers movie. almost had Os- uh, Oscorp Tower. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. And so they almost, they were close to striking yeah. a deal to maybe have Spider-Man show up. But the problem with that usually involves, and this is similar when but they have But that was really just company. a reference that the, 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 the uh, effects team were going to just stick in. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That, it was just a nod. It was, it was not really any part of any larger deal to try to tie the universe... Oh okay, yeah, yeah. And, and with that, the whole deal is is like both com- both studios want the creative control. You know, it's like saying, "Hey, we'll license this character back to you for this." It's like, no, we want you to license your characters to us. Yeah, but after seeing how much money, yeah, Avengers, the Avengers and Avengers tie-ins have pulled in. But Spider Man's done really well. I mean, I'm, even the Fantastic Four movies made a profit. Yeah, and those are. Um, I mean, you have to keep in mind that yeah, Avengers did amazingly well. But that was not strictly because of comic fans. That was average Joe moviegoer going to see this movie that had all these guys from these other movies that they did or didn't see. Yeah, and that, so no, okay, you're so about average. They, they don't know shit about. Uh, oh well, this character's over at Sony, and maybe they'll show up. They don't care about that. Yeah, they, they've. They're. I mean, the reason the Avengers did fantastic was because they had built up this established universe, starting with <clears throat> Iron Man. This reminds me of the conversation I got into with. Um, the guy at Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> when Captain America came out because me and Richie made a trip up there to buy the Captain America cups because they had special cups. Yeah, where and is there a Dunkin' Donuts? Roanoke. Uh, wow, <laughs> we really wanted those cups because <laughs> I have Iron Man cups and Thor cups. Excuse me. So uh, the guy was like, "Yeah, Captain America is going to be in that Avengers movie." And then they're going to put in Robin. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so this that is the average moviegoer. He yeah. Just, he doesn't yeah. know that. They <laughs> think that every superhero, you know, is, you know, but, in yeah. the same Yeah, you know, you got to understand that most people in high school were doing sports or trying to get laid. Yes. We were reading comic books and playing Dungeons and Dragons. But a lot of people's definition, we're the weird ones. Yeah, yeah. in, in yeah. high school I was reading comic books and playing D&D and trying to get laid. Yeah. Didn't work out, <laughs> but that D and D just killed. Now, me. Uh, this is something. I mean, this is something that I, I don't know if the Marvel movies. I'm sure that they weren't the first to ever do a post credit sting. Yeah, but they were the ones that I think kind of popularized it, and that's why you saw something similar in say like the Daredevil movie mm-hmm. or the Spy- Amazing Spider Man. You know, the the little post credit thing. Post credit. What, in Daredevil? what is uh, Daredevil? Uh, it wasn't like all the way at the end, but it had uh, Bullseye Bull, waking bullseye up. Yeah, 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 in the hospital. Um. What was the side topic? Mm-hmm. What's the first post credit sting you remember? I, I I have one in mind that I see. I'm I'm mainly just thinking of Iron Man. I'm sure there's got to be something before that. Oh yeah, I, I'm I'm talking way back. Yeah, what, what was yours? Uh, Masters of the Universe. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, another one. Super Mario Brothers the movie. They had uh, Iggy and Spike pitching the idea of a Super Mario B- the Brothers uh, video game to a really movie. yeah. That's in there? Yeah, it's at the very end of the credits. It has a game spike time to like sell them on the idea of like making a Super Koopa Brothers to movie. Uh, to like some executive people or whatever. Huh. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it has existed, but I think that it, it, Iron Man probably was the one that like kind of relaunched that uh, whole... And now that, every uh, superhero sure. movie yeah. generally has one. And, and it has just ruined my life. Because I've sat through so many credits. Like when I watched, I watched Spider Man one, two, and three. I watched Spider Man two. I sat all the way through the credits, hoping that the, they, the, the, the fucking tentacle, tentacle would come, come up. up and just drag it no, out of the water. That's such all a they waste. To do. Such a waste. Ugh. Yeah, and have the tentacles bring him back, and he's like, uh, that, that's, yeah. that's 
that's the other problem with uh, having a uh, having a shared universe is Marvel or, or, or just superhero movies in general are still obsessed with killing villains in every damn movie. Yeah, I was happy that Loki is still around. Yeah, all and the after I'm trying to trying to think all the Mar- the new Marvel Avengers. Well, they didn't movies. kill the lizard either. That was a plus. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Good, for, good for them. They, they did something right with that movie. Uh, even Batman Forever, the one thing they did right is they at least didn't kill off the Riddler, even though they never utilized him yeah. again. But they didn't kill Sandman. They didn't kill, they didn't the kill Joker in Dark Knight, well, except that backfired. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> <laughs> Olsen took wow. care of that. <laughs> it's like, I, I mean, in all the Avengers movies, Iron Man one, they killed. Yes, they did. They killed the warmonger. Yes. Iron Man two, they Iron killed. Monger. Yeah. Yeah. Whiplash. Iron Man three. Yeah. But um, they didn't. The they Hulk didn't kill Loki and Thor. They didn't kill Abomination. Yeah, and the, he tied into one of the shorts too. Yeah. 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 Because they were going. Cause, that was the whole the consultant short. Yeah. yeah when yeah. when Downey shows up to talk to um, uh, Ross, yeah, Ross, Ross, he's yeah. actually trying to uh, recruit the Abomination and not the Hulk. Yeah, which and they uh, Coulson had planned that so well, knowing that Stark would completely piss off uh, Ross, and, and that it wouldn't work out. Yeah, so yeah. therefore they yeah. I mean, what short film is that on? It, it's, it's, it was a wetsuit. Yeah. Well, no, it, it's on one of the Blu-rays of one of the movies. Yeah, I don't remember. Which I don't one. remember seeing. I that. think it's for. Um, I think it's for Thor. Actually, might be for no. Well, there there was a funny thing happened on the way to Thor's hand. That's on that cap. Was, that was on cap. Okay, the, yeah, and the consultant might be on Thor. Yeah. You're gonna go look. And they have uh, Iron Man three just came out this week, and that has a Peggy Carter short, which I am so looking forward to. And I I haven't watched it yet. I mean, um, I I need to pick that up. (laughs) What the hell is uh? I just said, oh, that that one short about the two like thieves that find the that was on the Avengers. That was was, Avengers. Yeah. Uh, uh, What's that about? Because I felt that that was supposed to be like a teaser. For what the show would eventually and, become, and it kind of was sort of a lead into that. Yeah, but the, of um, course, at that point, the idea of a of a series was like in the infant stages. Yeah. So, um, and Lizzie Kaplan is doing other th- doing that sex show, Masters of Sex or whatever, right now for Showtime. Okay. Um, <laughs> is that like a spinoff of Masters of Horror, where it's just <laughs> Mass by famous directors? That would be great. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, it, Get get like Andy Sedaris in there to do like some crazy like direct video action one hour movie. Um, sure. Funny thing happened to, uh, on the way to Thor's hammers on Captain America. Okay. All right. So yeah, yeah I think it's on Thor. I yeah. think the consult. It's called the Consultant. Yeah. Um, I'm really angry because uh, I don't know where my copy of Iron Man One on Blu-ray is, hmm. uh, and I look it up on Amazon and Part One. It's, it's going expensive. for fifty something bucks. Yeah. Wow. It, Wait until the if next. If you want the like the double disc, you yeah. check Best Buy because they might have the previous Iron Man's like half off. Like you can get the you can because they did that. That's what I did with Avengers. Yeah. Is when I bought Avengers on Blu-ray, I didn't have any of the other Phase One movies, so I went and I bought every single Phase One Blu-ray uh, for half off. Oh, okay. They were they were all on sale. It just pisses me off. And I don't want to spend real money on something that yeah. I've had now, for if, six if you years. Want, if you want, like, you can still get, like, the lame, like, single-disc, just-the-movie edition for... That's probably uh, fine. For a regular yeah. price. I don't think I need to go um, back and watch the special features but on what you're, Iron Man 1. Yeah, what you're looking at is, like, the, the double-disc that's out of print and you can't find it. I did, like, the, um... They had the documentary about Iron Man on there. Like, mm-hmm. the character through the years. Yeah. yeah. That's one of my favorite parts about the Blu-rays mm-hmm. and the DVDs is that every... One of those had like an hour long documentary about the, the comic yeah. to, to the movie, and uh, I like having those a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah, 
Because those are some; those are almost as good as watching the movie. Yeah. Because I like shit like that. I haven't been able to convince the kiddo to sit down and watch many documentaries with me. He's watched a few with me. Yeah. But yeah, for the most part, he's like, huh? It's uh, kind of watch just Avengers again. Is there <laughs> anything in that Phase One awesome briefcase box set that I can't there, get by buying the Blu-ray? I think there's some additional documentaries. There, there's one extra disc of uh, bonus material, which is apparently not really worth it. But the case is really cool. The case is really cool. Comes with the Cosmic Cube? It does come with the Cosmic Cube. Would it be worth it to buy it if you didn't have the movies already? If you didn't have them already, then yeah, go for it. Although you are paying probably more than you could get them individually, but you're also getting the 3D copies and every single fucking... Which, yeah, is that I, ever going to pick up? Is that I gonna, don't I, know. I kind of hope it does. I, 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 think, I think now... When it goes just, glassless and people can watch it from different angles, then I think it will take off. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think um, I think 4K TVs is now going to be like... Is now the new big thing. Um, yeah. What's a 4K the, TV? The it's people are going to the new 1080p. Yeah, it's instead 400K of 400K resolution. So yeah. yeah, so I'm gonna have to buy my Blu-rays again. There's yeah. going to be new discs out. You don't have to. They're still going to look good. You're yeah. um, on on the size TV that we all have. It's never going to matter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just don't worry about 4K for a long time. The human eye can't can't detect yeah. that resolution. Okay, good. It'll just make it look more video-y if you don't have your settings. Okay. So it's going to make Jurassic Park look faker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. good. I'm, I'm all for it, then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for this high-definition thing. Because, like, I was watching Desperado on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and you can see the cables in, like, the opening, mm-hmm. in the scene where he's t- in the bar telling everybody what happened, and, like, cables pulling people when he shoots them and everything. It kind mm-hmm. of... Ruins it a little bit. You catch that a lot in older movies. Yeah. Yeah, especially lower budget ones when they, they uh, bump them up to uh, 1080p. You can yeah. see a lot of stuff that they figured would be fudged out. It's interesting that there's a uh, there's a line between, uh, at least for me, where catching that sort of thing um, bothers me and where it, it doesn't. Like, it, when I watch, like, Wizard of Oz on Blu-ray, which is gorgeous, by the way... Mm-hmm. Um, you can see all the wires on the monkeys and stuff, but it, it doesn't really get to me. I'm like that. I'm like that's so cool. Like it's yeah. Just, yeah. But then, but then when I watch uh, Neverending Story, and you you can very clearly see the line between the set and the matte painting, yeah. it drives me nuts. So I you get some of that with uh, with Dune too and stuff like bits that. Bits in the Ninja, first Ninja Turtles movie where you can see wires coming yeah. out of their suits, or like the first Crow movie where like Fun Boy gets shot in the leg and you very clearly see the wire that explodes the uh, squid. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> uh, we I are, do hope the show we got off topic a little. That's okay. Uh, I do hope the sh- that's what this podcast is about. Though. It is. It's uh, a conversational podcast. Yes. I hope the show. I hope the show continues to be good. I hope it picks up a little bit. I hope we get some more. Uh, we'll, we'll get some character development, yeah, and we'll get character development of the ones that they have introduced. Luke Cage would be perfect for that show. Mm-hmm. Iron Fist would be perfect for that show. There was a lot of people mm-hmm. who were thinking that the hoodie dude was uh, was going to be Luke Cage. I thought that was yeah. too, but uh, and he could still be, but instead he was gun. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And um. I, I was happy to see Heroes him. for Hire could show up in that, mm-hmm. whether it being uh, the Luke Cage and Iron Fist, or like the after what Civil War they put together the the like Charlie's Angels team. Yeah, of, uh, Heroes for Hire, where you have I don't remember any of their names. I don't either. Um, I still think, I hope they do something. Yeah, I still hope that they do like a New Warriors thing where they have to deal with like a. a 
kind of cocky and, and reckless uh, group felt, of superheroes. Is that Speedball? Yeah. Yeah, bring in Speedball. And Guardian, dude, I think, is any one of dude, the dudes. Uh, yeah, yeah. If, they, if, if Speedball shows up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I am sold. <laughs> awesome. I, I am in the show for life. Are you that much of a Speedball fan, or you just want to see them play the Speedball card? I, I Yeah, <laughs> I just think that would be like hilarious to have Speedball on film. Because it's such a it's fucking speedball. I I had um, when I was a kid. I had uh, he had his own uh, title for. I, I think it went for m- maybe ten issues, if that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had all of them because <laughs> um, my grandmother had bought them for me. Oh. Like oh, Ramsey, new new superhero. Because like they yeah. they created him for his own title. He didn't like yeah. appear somewhere else, and then they did it. Um, like his origin story was issue one, and then they just went from there. And uh, yeah, it was Speedball. Did uh, is Punisher? Who owns Punisher? Uh, I think Marvel's still doing that because they could. They, that's uh, a character. Oh, that, no, I Lionsgate. That. Lionsgate does. Yeah. Lionsgate has Punisher. Is that a character you think could show up in the show? I if he does, I hope they would. They they would go like if they brought. I don't think he will. No. But if they did bring Punisher into that shared universe, I, I hope that they, you know, just go the total psychopath angle and, ha- yeah. and introduce him as a villain. Yeah, I'm going to the bathroom, so if you guys finish up without me, bye. But. Okay. <laughs> well, on that note, on that note, we should wrap up. We're about an hour, so uh, thanks for listening to this. If you have any questions or compl- comments or, or complaints, um, how do they contact us? We want on Facebook. Yeah, why don't we? I don't know. I mean, we we had a website that time. Yeah, that time. Yeah. Um, shit. com is where you can find most of our information. You still have the email address, right? Yeah. Do you check it? No. Well, you should. Okay. Airport so, Airport Road at gmail dot com. That's Airport RD at gmail dot com. You can give us mess. Send us uh, emails and everything. Um, what well, what do you do uh, when you're not podcasting? That people might uh, when I'm not podcasting, I uh, well, I have an Etsy store and uh, look for Arkham Produced Relics on Etsy. Uh, I promise I'm n- not going to plug that for every single podcast, uh, even though I have so far. You can plug um, it in the close. We don't care. All right, you know what? I'm going to plug it every fucking time. I'm going to plug it every second I can. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Walt APR. Uh, I'm on. Instagram at Mudkip5000. I don't necessarily tweet, but if you want to look me up, I'm on Twitter at Airport Road. Uh, I do another podcast called Dispatches from the Weird, where we talk about weird things. And that's also, you can find it on iTunes or on uh, weirdochurch.com. Aaron can be found in the bathroom. Uh, And also on Twitter at uh, Mr. Mixes Pedalic. Look it up if you don't know it. One, two, three. Um, that's all one word, by the way. Mr. Mixes Pedalic, look it up and if you don't know what one, two, three. He is also on the Communitoid podcast uh, on Destructoid.com. And uh, go visit the forums at Destructoid because they're awesome. Yes. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they picked that up. He's yelling while pooping. Uh, well, thanks for listening. Weirdo Church again. WeirdoChurch.com again. Stop dog storms barking at pooping Aaron. <laughs> this one's for you, Morph. This one is totally for you. Goodbye.